0: Hi, I'm actor-comedian Devin McKenzie.
1: And I'm actor-comedian Fraz Wiest.
0: I've never listened to metal music before.
1: While I am a huge metal fan.
0: So welcome to Devin...
1: And... Hell.
0: Hell.
1: Welcome, everyone, to the 666th sixth ranked, uh... Entertainment, arts, and entertainment podcast, uh, in on Earth or in Hell. What
0: What are the chances? We got six, six, six. I well, I don't
1: know, Devin. You tell me. Well, the chances are slim, but I'll take them. That's exactly right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Devin and Hell. I'm your trusty host, Fraz Weast. I'm here as always with the uh, the eager. And the keen and the excitable, excited and devilishly handsome, uh, Devin McKenzie. Devin, how are you? I'm doing really well, Fraz. Um, Today was a good day and uh-huh. still is a good day. Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful uh, a d- a day in terms of weather, in terms of sunshine. And that
0: makes all the difference. Sure does. Uh, the mood is strong. I've been taking vitamin D for these rainy days, Uh-huh. and it just got me over the hump to this beautiful,
1: sunny day. Oh, what yeah. What a beautiful day to talk about metal music. Yeah, a beautiful, sunny spring day to talk about... Uh... You know, some, some metal music
0: What do you got in your hand there, Fraz?
1: Uh, well, I'm so glad you asked, Evan This is my customary uh, orange pop Pizza shop orange pop Or, or as uh, my, f- my friends in America call it uh, Orange soda
0: Right, and uh, it's in a, in a Pepsi cup uh and you hear the co-
1: ice <laughs> uh hear the ice jangling around there that's the sound of uh, deliciousness right there folks yeah oh must be summertime
0: well that pepsi cup though that's you're really making a statement right now to give you a timeline of when we're recording this this is right off the heels of uh the kendall jenner oh, pepsi of course.
1: Ad. i didn't even think of that <laughs> well this is all they had if they had uh orange crush cups I gladly would have taken one of those. But sadly, they only had uh, the controversial uh, Pepsi cups here, Devin.
0: I thought you were purposely making some sort of statement.
1: No, no. Now I feel a bit sheepish, actually. I... It's I should have a... just drank. Uh, I should just drank my orange pop straight from the fountain, <laughs> which I
0: did once, drunk in Vegas. Oh yeah, and got kicked out of a McDonald's by a police
1: officer. Yeah, did you get arrested? No, they were kind. Yeah, they're they probably so used to it down there in Vegas that they're probably just like, uh, "Get out of here, you scamp." Yeah, but
0: I literally wrapped my mouth around the fountain yeah. spout Cut and... your gums up
1: pretty bad. I bet. <laughs> Push
0: the button and just. <laughs> Took it all in like a cartoon
1: Now please tell me, and maybe this is a redundant question, but please tell me you got some orange crushed down your shirt and and stuff like that
0: Don't remember much that night, but I'm sure I was saturated in sugary drink You were too drunk Pretty drunk, I was also 17
1: Yeah, 17 and drunk in Vegas And look at you now (sighs) Ah Anywho, this week's episode, uh, as we discussed at the tail end of the last episode, is arguably what a lot of people say is the band, is the, is, you know, when, when they think metal and they meaning metal fans, me included, I'd say, <clears throat> pardon me, pretty much the first band that springs to mind is this band, Slayer. Slayer. And you spent a few days listening to some Slayer Uh, Where do you want to start here, Devin? What are your initial thoughts on uh, Bay Area's Slayer? Well... Heavy Metal Legends Slayer.
0: Yeah, I mean it's hard not to just go from album to album because I think this band did kind of go through a bit of a, a transition phase. They have
1: an interesting arc. An they interesting do. artistic arc. They really do. Yeah. Which and, I'm sure we'll get into. Yeah. And yeah. the
0: the first album you told me to listen to was Rain in Blood.
1: Well, I mean, Rain in Blood is a classic album, Devin. Uh, we talked a little bit on the Iron Maiden episode about how Number of the Beast is sort of a classic, a seminal metal record. I said it was like a seminal rock record. It's really just should be listened to. I'd say Rain and Blood is more a seminal metal record. I don't know how many sort of mainstream rock fans as as it were would be like super into this record even on repeated listens. Hmm. But I mean this is their, Rain and Blood is the Slayer record that is it's their classic album you know. Right. It is their Number of the Beast or their Master of Puppets. This came out the same year as uh, Master of Puppets from Metallica and um, I do believe peace sells, but who's buying? Oh, fact check that. Uh, anyway, a mega death record that is of, uh, of high acclaim as well. The unholy trinity of thrash, of San Francisco thrash in the 80s there, Devin.
0: Right. And I just want to clarify to listeners that uh, we're not saying raining blood as if uh, blood is raining. We're saying rain is in blood. Yeah. And just like when we're saying Slayer, we're not saying slay S L E I G H E R, like someone who sleds Some, yeah. a lot.
1: Someone who is the rider of a sleigh <laughs> or con- or the yeah, the driver of a sleigh, slay, a slayer or a slayist.
0: Well, that would be a great cover band, Slayer spelled S L E yeah. I G H with their album Raining Blood.
1: Yeah. I always thought a great name for Bon Jovi cover band would be "You Give Love a Band Name," <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, "Rain and Blood." Now, next question: Do you think that that means that they they are they are celebrating a reign, some kind of a uh, some kind of a um, a, a royal uh, reign or a, a, some you know? a rain in blood is some kind of rain happening in blood or are they trying to rain Oh, there's so much blood going on here. We really got to rain this in. Let's try (laughs) to rain in this blood.
0: Let's get let's get a nice squeegee and get all this blood yeah, in yeah, one yeah. place.
1: Is it like you know? It's like that scene in The Shining. Yeah, you know the the elevator door opens, blood goes everywhere. We got to rain in that blood.
0: Well, who washed that hallway? I mean, someone had to go in there and a, rain bl- in a that blood, blood rainer. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, a they basketball got a slayer. Guy they got who... a
1: slayer to drive him to the hotel, and then they <laughs> rained in the blood. That sounds really nice. The Slayer and the Blood Rainer. Mm, um, What a couple of weird occupations those would be. (laughs) Not for me, thanks. I don't want to try either one. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stick to being a broke comedian. Thank you. (laughs) Um,
0: Funnily enough, Rain in Blood, uh, that album title kind of fits the album art for Christ Illusion. Yeah. Which has Jesus, a sort of mutilated Jesus, waist deep in a yeah. sea
1: of blood. Well, I think that, uh, I mean, we're I guess we're kind of already jumping all over the place here, but I think Christ Illusion was a real kind of rebirth for the band. Tony Lombardo rejoined the band on drums after several years, and it was a real, I guess we'll talk about it more when we get to Christ Illusion here in a second, but it was a real return to form, not unlike when Bruce uh, and uh, that other dude came back to Iron Maiden for Brave New World, it was a real shot in the arm, and uh, that album is uh, particularly brutal. And I think it was the kind of a tip of the hat to like what had come before, you know. In terms of, I think the same artist did the album art for both, mm. so he made sure to put in these little callbacks to Rain and Blood. Right. It was a it was a tip of the thorny crown. A tip of the <laughs> thorny hat. <laughs> To Slayer. A a hat of thorns. I tip my hat of thorns to you, sirs. (laughs) Yeah, what did you think of that album art on Rain and Blood? It's pretty classic... You know, metal album art.
0: Yeah, I notice a lot of their album art seems to be almost like Eronymous Mm, mm Bosch-inspired, you know? A lot of, like, little demented figures running around doing kind of disturbing things. Yeah,
1: nightmare-inducing things. Yeah, Did Slayer give you nightmares like those black metal bands, Devin, or...? No,
0: the nightmares have faded. I've become numb to the imagery, Mm. I think.
1: Yeah, you're probably still having them, but you just don't remember them. Right. They're just a part of your psyche now.
0: They're being collected somewhere in my brain, yeah. like some sort of terrible tumor that's like just kind of manifesting. Yeah, that's it,
1: definitely what's happened to me over the years. Yeah.
0: Well, that'll come out when we're old and demented. Sure. In fun little, you know, outbursts yeah. at yeah. life. I
1: I hope at some point in my life, I'm just like an old, you know, crazy guy in some kind of home who just yells Slayer lyrics <laughs> randomly. Scares the bejesus out of people. That's so. That's who I want to be. Yeah, yells old them weird children. Yeah, old weird drippy tattoos. One tooth, and I'm not even taking care of it. I'm just like, ah. Do, do you have any Whoa. Slayer lyrics?
0: <laughs>
1: do you want to die? Ah, <laughs> necrophobic. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, well, speaking of, of of the voice, I really do like the guy's voice. Tom Slayer. Araya, yeah, 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 pretty good. Yeah, I mean legible. Mm-hmm. You know, you can actually understand what he's saying. Which yeah, he a kind departure. of uh,
1: rides that uh, that nice fine line between screaming and actual. You know, m- like m- like I don't know if I'd call it melody, but you can like, actually make out what he's saying. You know. Yeah, and these songs go fast. Oh yeah, rain and Breakneck blood is speed. fast. Yeah, it's only like I think it's like. Less than half an hour long or something. It's like 27 minutes or something? Yeah, probably. Fact check that too. Oh my god, metal nerds. A lot of fact checking for you to do on this episode already.
0: I wish we just had like... A metal fan in the room with us. Yeah. Who was terrified of speaking? Well I thought yeah, loved, I thought about that. You know, I thought
1: about having like someone just on fact checking like went before we started, but I figured that would just be like another schedule to coordinate and uh and another guy in the room. And they'd want or a gal. big yeah, they'd want a big piece of that uh, sweaty Devin and Hell pie that we're creating.
0: All that money that's all just that pouring, money that's just pouring in.
1: in. Thanks for all the money by the way that we've oh. been getting.
0: Just nice money gifts.
1: Yeah, mostly just they come in weird uh, black boxes with inverted crosses on them, and we just open them up, and there's uh, human hair and money in there. Well, don't forget
0: about the one that came in an, uh, a pig skull that had been cleaned uh, how on I? the inside but was still rotting flesh on the outside. How
1: could I forget? It was so clean on the inside, though. Well, there was it... hardly anything. Uh, there was hardly any... A chunks of flesh or blood or anything on that money. It Hardly was any at all.
0: And they were all quarters. Yeah. So it was very heavy.
1: Uh-huh. But I'll tell you what, when I paid for my uh kale salad at the uh Granville Island public market with a, a bloody roll of quarters, they didn't even bat an eye. So nope. all's fair. Oh. <laughs> Thanks again for all the money you've been sending everyone. Keep sending the money. Devin um... just did a salute. You didn't <laughs> see that, but he just did a <laughs> A send-the-money salute, which was very charming.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, this album is so fast, Rain and Blood. It's really badass. Again, this is one of mm-hmm. those albums that uh, every episode I'm like marking albums I'll re-listen to. Mm-hmm. This is one of those
1: albums. Oh, Rain and Blood's a classic, man. It, I listen to Rain and Blood. I pretty, I pretty much listen to Slayer every day. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So which album do you listen to? Um... Rain and Blood, well, all the ones I recommended to you to listen to, buddy. That's probably, like, my top five Slayer records. Oh, cool. Actually. Yeah. Um, there's other ones that I like, but, yeah. Rain and Blood a lot. Um, Undisputed Attitude, which we'll get to, which is, you know, could be a polarizing choice, as I touched on at the end of last episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... Seasons in the Abyss. Were there, were there, were there any tracks uh, on... On Rain and Blood that stood out to you, Angel of Death, or my favorite track is necrophobic, probably. But there's so many good ones. My my favorite track really kind of vacillates. Right. I mean, yeah, I still even though this record's like whatever, forty years old. It's still like I still fight. Well, it came out in nineteen eighty six.
0: Okay, well, I was born in eighty seven. And I'm not 40 years old. No, no, you're right. That's bad math. I'm 29 years old. Turning 30 very soon. Oh, gross. Oh, my God. This is it. I'm spending the end of my 20s recording a metal podcast.
1: Yeah. Man, that's fucking depressing. That's really sad. Yeah. I hope your 30s are better for you (laughs) than this.
0: I uh, yeah okay so it's like a thirty year old uh, record which yeah. is
1: cool but I still I mean it still totally holds up I mean they could have recorded it yesterday as far as I'm concerned and
0: you already mentioned that it. it's uh, considered a thrash album is yeah this thrash metal the, yeah
1: I think we talked about it pretty early on in the show as we were kind of talking about things in general but Slayer uh, Metallica Megadeth and Anthrax are all considered the big four of thrash of American thrash. Uh, in the 80s. And so what defines thrash, in your opinion? Um, Just like super fast, as we've been discussing, like breakneck fast drums. It was basically the point of bands like Metallica um, were to take stuff um that was happening in the UK at the time, like Iron Maiden, Saxon, Diamond Head, and just do like a classic metal style, but just like way faster. Mm. And that's kind of where you started getting the concept of every metal band ever, ish, trying to be the next fastest, heaviest, hardest band. Like after Thrash, you got death metal and black metal, and then every next iteration of metal seemed to be harder and faster and scarier and more satanic than the last. So I think Thrash was really the beginning of
0: that. So, you could say that Slayer was a major part of inspiring all these. Uh, Slayer to this genres. day
1: is a huge inspiration to a lot of bands. Uh, there's a, a, a contemporary metal band called Nails who put a record out last year that every, everyone thought was all the rage in terms of heavy records. Also, just this very fast, slamming, terrifying little slab of metal. And um, the main dude in that band's favorite band is Slayer. Hmm. So, I mean, they're, they're kind of, you know, in every sense, um, they're just kind of like that metal band. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, in, in terms of their contemporaries in the big four, they're like the most satanic. I mean, they, you know, all, the, all metal bands play about and sing about, you know, scary things as subject matter. But like Slayer was like straight up, we love Satan, we hate Jesus. I like, actually made a note of that. There they're was, the scariest of the four, for sure.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of talk of hailing Satan, and mm. I thought that was really nice. You
1: know, we I'd kind of been missing that. Man, there's uh, that sweet song uh, on Christ Illusion, I don't know if you got to it, called Cult. And, like, the end part of the chorus is, I made my choice! 666! <laughs> it's just... It's just awesome as hell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean...
0: I think I prefer hailing Satan over sort of death metal tropes of of war and, mm-hmm. and battle. Maybe because it's not real. Like Satan yeah. isn't real, and yeah. I guess I can kind of get behind that a little more. Well, than, that's like, your opinion. Dad. That is well, sure. Yeah. That is certainly my opinion. But uh, I was definitely enjoying that more than sort of you know depictions of of war and 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 brutality. Yeah, that actually just like yeah,
1: it's it's a, a little. I'm not going to say it's a far cry, but it's a little different tone of cry from the cannibal corpse you listened to last week with the uh, the disemboweling and the chopping up and the boiling of the flesh and the strangulating with the intestines and the all that kind of stuff. The hammer smashing the face. It's just, yes, hammer smashing the face, <laughs> fucking with a knife, things of this nature. Yeah. It's more just your straight <laughs> up kind of... Uh, Satan is great. Satan is good. Jesus is bad. You know, Jesus will boo fart noises. You uh, yeah. know.
0: <laughs> Although later they do uh, get into some pretty dark uh, stuff with like, uh, isn't it, isn't it, uh, Doctor Mengele or or Goebbels? Or they talk about some like uh, the Angel of Death. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. O- yeah, Auschwitz. Yeah.
0: So you know they do touch on some real stuff, but early on in this Reign of Blood uh, record, I liked that they were talking about Satan.
1: I oh, found yeah, yeah, very fun. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they really, really, really liked uh, singing about Satan. These guys, yeah, still do, always have. Dependable, yeah. fast, hard, <laughs> heavy hitting songs about Satan. Beautiful. One of the many reasons to love Slayer.
0: Now you mentioned uh, breakneck speed. Yeah, just
1: breakneck speed is the best way to describe it. Where does it, that don't you think? saying come from? Um, is that like from headbanging? That you're breaking your neck from oh, headbanging. So I don't. So hard? I don't know if the term "breakneck speed" comes from uh, any style of music. To Maybe it's honestly. like those
0: yeah. old trucks that didn't have a headrest, so if you like accelerated super fast, your neck would just snap back. Well, and yeah, break I up. just
1: think it really comes from Devin, and I don't know. I mean, I'm not a walking urban dictionary or something. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. <laughs> but I think that uh, it just, you know, in the X Men movies, how Quicksilver has to hold the back of people's heads before he runs with them. Because I do not like, know that. You stupid jerk! Have you never seen the X Men movies? Uh, I saw Logan. Well, okay, I Logan saw was very good, one. but you have to the. Uh, you haven't seen Days of Future Past? No. You dumb idiot! Sounds like it's we got so another great. podcast. Oh boy, <laughs> Devin and Xavier <laughs> <laughs> sitting in a tree. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, oh, I just got really distracted for a second. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, anywho. <clears throat> Slayer. There, um... Oh, God. Where where were we, Devin? Did you just
0: see an X-Men walking by outside? What yeah, happened we were to ta- you just Yeah, we were now?
1: talking about X-Men. <laughs> well, it's a lovely day, and, you know, there was there's birds flying around and sunshine. And I see. You know, sometimes I just get lost. At the little you mid- saw a
0: nice car go by. Yeah, I just saw, like, a nice... A nice, nice full, <laughs> buxom car walk by. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was a car with an open... uh an open It was top. a convertible. It was a convertible car, a fancy convertible Mustang car.
0: A Mustang. Yeah. Nice, big, strong, powerful car. <laughs> what are you?
1: Why are I, you what doing are you doing, this? doing?
0: Why are you being? So I don't weird? know, man.
1: I'm just trying to talk about Slayer or the X-Men movies. One of the two. You're the one who's trying to make it into a big uh, pervathon.
0: <laughs> I'm talking about cars, my friend. Okay. No pervin here. Okay. Um, Slayer, they're a bit perverted, though. How so? Well, you know, they they kind of they perverted the uh, the 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 music in a way. Yeah. It seems like it's not in the 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 normal time signature. It seems like they're doing sort of off things.
1: Yeah. Well, they've always kind of been the standard bearers for like heaviness and you know weird weirdness. They go so
0: fast in this album that the singer almost sounds like he's just trying to catch up the whole time.
1: Yeah, it really does. I don't even know how they play that fast. I've never really been able to even really make sense of it. Has it ever been captured on video? Well, sure. There's lots of videos of
0: Slayer playing live at breakneck speed. I would love to uh, see like an Edward Moybridge, who was the guy who captured horses running for the first ah. time. A sort of beautiful breakdown of, of the, the Slayer drummer. Yeah, getting his his
1: hits in in slow motion. Uh huh. Wouldn't that be gorgeous? Yeah, that would be. It, it'd be breathtaking. I think it would kind of be like um, watching a hummingbird's wings fly in slow motion, or, or watching a bee uh, get pollen from a flower. Yes, it'd be something that's like something beautiful like that from nature.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, that seems like a great series.
1: No, I, but you joke. But these are the things I do watch on. You know. On YouTube and stuff like Tony Lombardo drumming in slow motion would be something that I would totally, like, stay in on a Saturday night to watch, on my own. I would definitely study. Single that. guy, are you, Fraz <laughs> 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 But it's true. It's the kind of nerdy thing I like. I mean, he's well regarded as like you know one of the best drummers in the history of the, the instrument,
0: which must feel good. Yeah, sure. You know. Yeah. I would feel good. if. Imagine I, if, if I you were the,
1: the best in your field, Devin. Imagine if someone came up to you and they were like, hey, man, you're the best wearer of glasses. Wow. I mean, I would I would be extremely honored. Seen. Yeah. Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> a lot of people have worn glasses.
1: Yeah. Well, that's my opinion. But... I
0: thought you were going to say, uh, <clears throat> what if somebody told you you were the best at learning about a genre of music on oh, a podcast? yeah. And I'd be like, you know what?
1: I probably am. Between you and I, I think you're better at wearing glasses than learning about metal on a podcast. Oh. But okay. and but you're, but you're very good at that. Oh. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good save. Yeah. Well, it's a backhanded compliment. <laughs> my specialty.
0: <laughs> Let's raise our Pepsis to that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
1: mind if I do, friend. You know, I've seen Slayer one time, and it was at the MTS Center in Winnipeg, of all places. <laughs> And uh, they were great. This was after uh, Jeff Hanneman... Or no, Jeff Hanneman had not passed away yet. Their original guitar player, Jeff Hanneman, passed away a few years ago. Um, He hadn't passed away yet, but was not really touring with the band. So they had uh, What's-His-Nut there from uh, Exodus. And they also... Tony Lombardo had left, so they had uh, Paul Bostaff, also from Exodus, on drums. Uh, But it was great. But I'll tell you what was even better. Opening for Slayer was Gojira. Mm. And they were better than Slayer. Oh. Yeah. Wow, Better than Slayer. So, are we going to listen to Gojira? Oh, I'll I'll just send you some links to Gojira just for the fuck of it. I don't know if we'll talk about them again on the show or not specifically, but they're definitely a band worth checking out. They're crushingly heavy. I mean,
0: it kind of sounds like you didn't see Slayer. It sounds like you saw Exodus.
1: It felt, well, half Slayer, half Exodus. Mm. Slexodus. Slexodus. Exo-layer. Exo-exoler. Brought to you by
0: Gore-Tex. Mmm. Exo-layer. Wick away the moisture. Keep in the darkness. There's a little advertisement for
1: Exo-layer, which probably exists. Yeah, we're sponsored now by Exo-layer, which feels nice, of course, (laughs) to finally have some sponsors locked in. Ah. But anyway, it kind of felt like I was watching Slayer close for Gojira. Or Mm. Slexodus. Mmm. Oh, cool okay well that's awesome yeah so i'll send you some some gojira but we're not talking gojira here of course we're talking slayer let's talk or at about least gojira opening for slayer do you want to move on to south of heaven yeah let's do it um i'd say this is my out of the, my five favorites this is probably my least favorite if that makes any sense yeah i would, I would consider rain and hell rain and hell <laughs> oh god rain and blood south of heaven seasons in the abyss that's kind of the the classic era slayer i would say those are like the top three classic Slayer records. Mm-hmm. So out of those three, I'd probably say Seasons in the Abyss is my favorite, then Rain, then South of Heaven. So uh, what are your thoughts on South of Heaven there, Devin?
0: I would totally oh, agree. I see what I did
1: there? Rhymes.
0: South of Heaven, Devon. Uh, I would totally agree with you. This was probably my least favorite of those three. A uh, bit of a slower start.
1: Mm-hmm. You a know? little bit slower out of the gate. That's right.
0: A little slower out of the gate. Really gets going by Silent Scream. Mm-hmm. That's when it starts to pick up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Nothing
1: silent about that song. No. <laughs>
0: but one thing I did the notice... The title's misleading. Yeah, What's that? I did notice, even in more so in Seasons in the Abyss, that... It was almost the bits in between, the kind of like chugging, like drum hits mm, and guitar. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the spaces in between that made me feel like, oh, this is really like getting me. Yeah, You know, it's like not like these other bands, like just a constant, a constant wall of barrage, noise where you yeah. can't discern uh, yeah.
1: the space between. But they actually well, get some why, hits going in yeah, That's silence. why I kind of consider South of Heaven kind of a transition album between Rain and Blood and Seasons, because that's my favorite part about Seasons in the Abyss is the times where they just kind of like – not chill out. I don't think anything's really chill. But they just kind of lay back a bit and slow things down. It's not just like that full on rain and blood assault. It's like on Seasons of the Abyss, they really perfect the kind of, uh, the more, I guess, deliberate, uh, deliberate sound. Yeah. And not just like going for it, going for the throat the whole time, but kind of just like actually crafting some, some songs. It
0: just seemed to get a little cleaner and, um, you know, the the other crazy thing I learned about this, this was put out by Def Jam Records.
1: Yeah. Well, they signed on very, very early with uh, with Rick Rubin. Yeah. Um, and they and Russell and Simmons? Yeah. Yeah, Russell Simmons. Yeah, they would have been the, the people who started that label. I mean, that's a hip-hop label. Yeah. Well, it was, um, I don't know, I don't really know the ins and outs of it, but that was ro- when Rick Rubin was sort of like building his empire and branching out and signing, you know bands that would uh that were just big regardless of genre, I guess. I haven't done too much reading on it my own self. But uh and then he would go on to produce like he's produced Weezer, uh, Slipknot, Metallica, um Rick Rubin's like kind of a go to rock producer. Red Hot Chili Peppers have produced a bunch of records with him. Wow. Um uh Dixie Chicks. Oh so, I mean, which is kind of like, oh, Slayer and Dixie Chicks. But that's kind of telling of, like, where he is as a producer. And Slayer's, you know, been with him since the very beginning. They've, he's produced more of their records than anybody else. I just think it's so cool that so early
0: on when Rick Rubin was basically just signing hip-hop acts to, like, get
1: Slayer. Slayer
0: yeah. And then also you have to assume that somehow there was some influence on their sound a little bit, which cleaned them up. Yeah. from rain and blood and maybe fans were like well fuck that it because rain and blood is the best album of all time yeah. by slayer as i've got the vibe yeah about that from reading kind of is yeah kind of is but um yeah i thought it was cool it's just an interesting
1: little well tidbit. now you've got me thinking how cool it would be if slayer put out a, ra- a rap
0: record or a full cover uh album of rap songs
1: Ooh, Ooh, like an undisputed attitude, yeah. But rap songs, yes. Super fast rapping, yes. Which is even funnier now, considering Tom Araya like sixty. So him like <laughs> trying to do like his style of vocals, but like doing like a House of Pain cover or something. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, it'd be so funny. Oh uh, yeah, I listen to that in a second. Yeah, I definitely
0: would too. I think they uh... little House
1: of Pain, little Salt and Pepper.
0: Oh like all all old school hip hop. Nineties hip hop nineties yeah. hip hop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Skilo, he, What's that? Skilo.
1: I wish I was a little bit taller. <laughs> I wish I was a baller. <laughs> that'd be so that'd be so fun.
0: I hope they're goofy enough to do something like
1: that. Yeah. I hope they just start taking the piss out of themselves soon. Just start... as we alluded to, it's only like half the band now, right? So they should just be like, "Oh fuck it, let's just do like a '90s rap cover album. Let's do a kids album, a Slayer kids album."
0: Baby, we'll the deep blue
1: Trying to think of what the uh,
0: album would be called for the Slayer hip hop. Oh, uh
1: God, uh. Slayer. <laughs> That's Put really your dumb. Put in the if you a true Slayer. Slayer. <laughs> I holy like that very shit much. is that stupid That's we're gonna dumb. get so much angry email for this episode so much we're so just mu- so many corrections and so many like you can't talk about slayer mm. and rap in the same sentence actually <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean we're just swimming in emails right now we're so.
1: swimming in emails we'll get back to you all eventually and once again thank you for all your interact e-transfers and all of the cold, hard rolls of quarters left in pig skulls outside our doors. Again, can't thank you enough. Really appreciate it. And another salute.
0: Perfect. Um, I wouldn't mind going to Seasons in the Abyss. Just kind of skipping ahead here a little bit. That's
1: my favorite Slayer record. <coughs> oh, yeah? I think so.
0: Yeah, I think so. It got way faster. Dead Skin Mask? Yeah. Oh, forget
1: about it. Yeah, forget that's a great song. It. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's really versatile, you know? We kind of touched on it already, but uh, they kind of, you know, some song structures are a bit slower, but then we'll get fast at the end, or, you know, but it's still, like, just super scary. I think it's 1990 it came out, so it's like this weird kind of time for metal where, you know, I think um, Metallica's Black album came out, like, the year after that, so... It was this kind of weird thing where if you didn't go totally mainstream, you kind of like disappeared because right after that, Seattle happened and everything. And, you know, no one really liked metal anymore, as I think we discussed on the Iron Maiden show. But um, so, yeah, 1990 was just this weird, you know, I think time for the band. But like, you know, it produced uh, yeah what I think is their their, their magnum opus. Most people would say Rain and Blood as we've as we've discussed. But uh yeah, I just love the I just love the songwriting on that record, you know?
0: <clears throat> it's awesome.
1: I um Do you have any standout tracks?
0: A Dead Skin Mask was yeah.
1: sweet. It's classic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also just Dead Skin Mask. Oh yeah. I mean the name alone. <sighs> just makes you wanna go on a date with someone. What? What? Are you looking at cars again? <laughs> Ah, springtime in Vancouver. There's so many cool cars. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Cars come out. Talking Slayer, looking at cars. Well, I did find it strange
0: listening to Slayer on this beautiful sunny day. I listened to this album uh, before Mm -hmm. uh, you came over today, and I was just like looking out my window, thinking, "Huh, this isn't totally matching my mood necessarily." But then I saw a very grumpy, angry guy walk by. Yeah. And I thought, oh, the music lined up to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectly.
1: See, I would look at a guy like that and be like, man, that guy needs a little Slayer in his life. <laughs> Just know? to pull up his, his corner lip a bit. Yeah. Give him a bit yeah. of a smile. I listen, This is why I listen to Slayer every day, Devin. They put me in such a great mood. I We talked about this before, about how, you know, most people listen to, and not that I, I mean, I get it. I totally get it. But a lot of people listen to metal, and they're like, oh, gross, it's so loud, all I hear is noise. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, not me. I listen to Slayer, like, every time it just, like, pops up randomly on my on my phone or whatever, or, you know. Um, I'm always just like, oh, great, Slayer, Dead Skin Mask, perfect, always in the mood, this is tremendous.
0: I would love to hear Dead Skin Mask playing in, like, a like a London drugs or a shopper's drug mart in the, uh, in the cosmetics (laughs) section. Yeah. It's like, get rid of your dead skin mask. Yeah. With new Slayer.
1: Yeah. I, well, you know, I, I, I I would like to, I sometimes think about like an alternate um, universe where Slayer is kiss. Like they're just kind of like switch places, you know? So like everything, like, you know, how there's like kiss. I mean, Slayer is on a lot of merchandise there. You can get like Slayer vans and Slayer, you know, Slayer coffee mugs, certainly. Slayer vans? Like, skate shoes. Van skate shoes.
0: You can just pick up a Slayer automobile. Could you
1: imagine a Slayer van? (laughs) Like, just, like, a black van with, like, the Slayer logo, the Eagle logo on the side? Like... On the door. That would oh be God. really badass. It'd be the best. <laughs> but it's
0: not, even, it's not like a Ford or a Chevy. It's Slayer. Yeah. So they've actually designed the automobile from yeah. the ground up.
1: Yeah. It's like the uh, Uncle Herb uh, episode of The Simpsons where he designs that car. <laughs> oh, yeah. And puts his brother out of business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just this god-awful. It's just like these flamethrowers on the top. Like you honk the horn and flame shoot out the top and stuff. <laughs> God, I wanted to design the Slayer van so bad now.
0: Well, the logo is a circle, and cars have a lot of circles on them. So the wheels would be Slayer logos. Yeah, pentagrams be, in there. The The steering wheel would be a Slayer logo. Totally. All the, like, knobs to turn, like, yep. AC on and stuff, all Slayer logos. Mm-hmm. Bitch and sound system yeah. in this thing for oh, sure. Oh, of course, I mean, crushing. Yeah, it's the whole thing is and a sound system. And probably a bar
1: in the back, probably like a Jager station in the back. Jager? Is that what they drink? Um, well, I think a lot of their tours have been sponsored by Jagermeister and stuff. I think they're. I think they've been known to uh, sip a little Jäg uh, in the. I mean, they're all like old men now, so I don't know how much they drink or what their... I don't know what their wives and doctors allow them to drink anymore. <laughs> um, but you know, I know they've probably sipped a few Jager bombs uh, back in the day. Jaeger bombs with Red Bull. Well, you know, these guys like to party, these metal guys. I don't know. Don't rule it out, Devin. Don't rule out drugs and Jaeger bombs. (laughs) I'm not trying to be accusatory, but, you know, these guys have been on some crazy tours i feel like i'm
0: the the thing i'm missing from doing this podcast is like watching some full-on documentaries on these these groups yeah I well i don't be... know
1: if there's i would love it if there's actually like a full-on slayer documentary i know there's a few iron maiden documentaries metallica documentaries etc there are some actually i watched a twisted sister documentary on netflix not long ago that's really good cannot recommend that high enough Hmm. Um, But, uh, in terms of Slayer, man, I would love, like, a straight-up, like, full-on, high-end production, like, here's the story of Slayer from the very beginning documentary. I don't think that's ever been done. I think that'd be awesome. Maybe we're the ones to do that. Mmm, make a Slayer documentary. I don't know why you had to whisper it with dead eyes like a weirdo, (laughs) but, uh
0: uh that 's just how I express myself when I have oh, a good idea
1: I know it that 's what's that 's why so much is lost on just doing an audio show. The whole audience loses half the the creepiness and a third salute dynamite so anywho i 'd also love to if, if there's no documentary or like a or like a um biopic of some kind which would also be a hoot. I would love like a slayer tell all book like uh Motley Crue did with the dirt. They got uh, – what's his name? Neil Strauss? Is that his name? Uh, he's he's a big-time biographer. He wrote like the Marilyn Manson book and the Janet Jameson book and all these – and Thunder of the Gods, the Led Zeppelin book. Anyway, and so he just got them to, like, r- email him a bunch of stories from being in Motley Crue, and then, like, he just condensed them all into, like, a chronological book called The Dirt, and it's fucking awesome. Cool. I am not a Motley Crue fan at all, really. Um, I mean – you gotta give credit where credit's due in some instances, I guess, but I could not put this thing down. I would love like a, a, a slayer, slayer version. Book.
0: Well, you know what they could call it? Slay all.
1: Hey! I don't think I
0: get it. Well, it's a tell all, right? So Slay all. Hmm. <clears throat> I'm trying my best here, Fraz. I know. Slay-ya, rap album. Slay all tell all yeah. book.
1: Yeah, well, I think, yeah. I mean, let's just keep the Slayer puns going, and, uh, you know, we'll we'll see where they take us
0: here. When they all die, or when a super fan dies, you can buy a Slay Urn. A Slay Urn. To to put your ashes in. Oh, my God,
1: that's stupid. Oh, my God, that's so dumb. Speaking of kind of dumb and
0: surprising, the Undisputed Attitude album was shocking to me.
1: I want to hear. Because I
0: I didn't research it at all. I just put it on, and immediately I was like, and I'm so proud of myself, you know, as being like not a very musically literate person. No, not at Um, all. Immediately. You're hardly a literate person.
1: Yeah. (laughs) let alone musically.
0: (laughs) Immediately I was like, oh, this is very punk sounding. Mm. But then I was like, no, Devin, it's not punk because they're a metal band. This isn't punk. So this uh, speaking must be... of
1: things you can't see, Devin just gave himself the thumbs down. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> this must be something else. And then, as I was listening to it, I was like, "This has to be punk. It has to be." And sure enough, I looked into it, and it's a yeah, it's a punk cover album. Yeah, um, and I fucking loved it.
1: Oh, that's music to my ears. I loved
0: it. In fact, this. After Rain and Blood was the other album that I really loved.
1: Yeah, this one and Rain and Blood are probably the two I listen, and Seasons in the Abyss are probably the ones I listen to the most. Um, this is probably the most underrated record in my opinion because it is not an original studio album, right? Um, but I mean, it's if you listen to everything that came before that, like you know everything we've just discussed, Rain and Blood, Seasons. South of Heaven, even like Show No Mercy and Hello Waits and everything that came before. If you have a good foundation for Slayer, regardless of if you like Minor Threat or any of the bands they cover on this album, at the end of the day, it's Slayer covering hardcore bands. It's crazy. Like, what's not to love? It's amazing. It's like, it's like you know, uh, it, it's just as good as uh, having like a Slayer tell-all book or a biopic. It's Slayer covering old hardcore bands. I mean, there's yeah, I listen to, the, like, this song, I this song, I mean, this song, this album uh, This album songs always find their way onto, like, shit I'm doing. Yeah. You know? It was
0: so fun. It's so fast. You can tell they're having fun, you know? Um, yeah.
1: You can really tell they don't feel restrained by their own material, and I mean that as a compliment, because um, I love their original material, obviously, but you just get the sense that they're, like, hey, you know these songs that we like? Let's just go into the studio and play them super fucking fast.
0: And they probably recorded this album super quick. Too. Yeah, I guess. Or probably another... just like blasting through yeah, them. Yeah, I
1: also get the sense that they recorded it just live off the floor. Like, it seems like there's very little overdubbing and very little... I think they wanted it to sound... I don't know this. I haven't read up on this or anything. This is just what, I've... This is just what I hear when I listen to it. It sounds like it's very much like they wanted it to sound as punk rock as possible. Cool. I think they totally fucking pulled it off. Totally. I love it. It's so underrated. I never hear this album talked about uh, in discussions like this, you know, between Slayer fans or new Slayer fans or whatever the case may be.
0: I, yeah, I was, I'm a huge fan. And this reminded me of a band I have long been a huge fan of, which is McCluskey. Have you ever heard McCluskey, friends? I've never
1: heard of that ever I am in my life. I'm
0: so happy I get to introduce you to McCluskey. So, what, after What the show, fuck's McCluskey? McCluskey is kind of this, uh, I guess they're punk rock. Okay. Uh, they have this great song. Pardon my
1: ignorance, of course.
0: Yeah, they have this great song called uh, Lightsaber Cock Sucking Blues. Hello. Um, they, they're just, they're totally fantastic. I'll send you some material. If you're listening at home, you should check out McCluskey. They're amazing. Yeah, sure. And uh, they were—I think they maybe got two albums out before they totally self-destructed. Right. Um, but this this album sounds like McCluskey—just really fast, aggressive punk—with a guy who's just straining his voice the whole time, and then
1: it's just over. Love it. Yeah. Oh, hey! By the way, I went to that that metal show at the Biltmore last week. Oh yeah, how was that? Oh my god, it was amazing. I actually feel compelled because, we you know, we just kind of, like, talked about going to it. And you're like, oh, no, I got a thing and whatever. We just talked about it on the air. Uh, I was like, okay, well, whatever. It'll be fun. And uh, now I just feel compelled now that I've watched this band to talk about... Can we talk a little bit? Uh, can we take the time on our Slayer episode to talk about helms Ali? I have never... Uh, seen this band before. I'd only heard them sort of in passing. I think uh, my buddy Terrence, who I've uh, mentioned before, introduced me to them at some point. But it was one of those shows where I mean, it was only about 50 people there, unfortunately, for the band. But the 50 or 60 of us that were there were just really treated to a really great night. I mean... When you say metal, this is a a great example of metal kind of being this whole overarching and encompassing. I mean, they're a metal band, but there's so much about them that isn't. They're metal because they're really heavy, but it's also really melodic and really beautiful and really... um, It's two ladies, the bass player and the drummer, and then a dude, a big, tall, strapping, hairy dude who plays guitar, and they all sing. Um, The drummer's a beast. She is just an absolute warlord. And it was just one of those shows. I remember seeing this band called Royal Thunder open for Enslaved a few years ago, and they just like blew my mind. And this was a similar uh, feeling to that. So, just you know, because we're doing a metal episode, I got to take the time to say I saw this awesome band, a real game changer for me. I'm a huge fan. Everyone, check out Helms Ali if you have not already. Helms Ali. Helms Ali. H E L M S. New word. A L E E. You can also say space. Space. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much exactly how it sounds. It's a, it's a, stra- it's a sailing term. Ah. Helms, Helms Ali. Yeah.
0: Wow, cool. Hey, I think we should constantly shout out awesome new metal Yeah, bands. I mean, these
1: guys, these, this, these musicians are not friend, friends of mine. I'm not, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, we're talking about metal. I saw this heavy ass band that just like blew my mind. I'm... I got to give props where they're due, you know. Get the word out. The people got to know, Devin. They got to know. And they are knowing. I finished my orange pop. I'm on to this cool glass of water I poured uh, from your tap, which makes me feel like we've really crossed a friendship uh, threshold.
0: That's a good glass of water. You're not going to be disappointed by that at all. Just like I wasn't disappointed by... Uh, undisputed attitude. Yep. It was so badass. You know what, uh, Fraz, We haven't talked about this on the show, but we're both uh, mega fans of fail videos. Oh yeah, we online. love fails. It's oh. my
1: favorite. It's my. It's my pretty much my favorite thing on the internet.
0: Me too. Yeah. And I was uh, listening to this album while just clicking around, oh, and this God. video came up.
1: You were watching. You were listening to Slayer and watching fails. Yes. That's like. I can't recommend That's like heaven. something That's I know.
0: I <laughs> can't recommend anything better. And there was this one, it's a newish one, uh where a guy gets out of a truck and a deer just comes out of nowhere yeah. and just clocks I the dude. That today. Oh man, listening I to Undisputed Attitude and yeah. just Having this guy uh, again, I I did
1: Yeah, so good.
0: Highly, highly recommend uh, yeah. watching fail videos. Listening to this, I, album. you know,
1: I think I'm inspired. I'm inspired to uh, watch, you know, like a, a fail video of like things happening at breakneck speed. Maybe after this, we'll Google. <laughs> Breakneck speed fails.
0: <laughs> well, that's gonna be a lot of car crashes. Yeah, yeah maybe. but well, then we Put on some
1: Slayer and and suddenly it's fun. All is right in the world. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Slayer. It's my feel good music. Um, it actually is.
0: Yeah, there's a song on this album called Mister Freeze. Mm-hmm. That's a fun song.
1: Yeah, I ah, I forget. I get the artists that they cover all mixed around. Mm. Um, I don't remember who did that one originally, but.
0: Right, I just wanted to bring it up because is it about the Freezes, Mr. Freeze? Um, is that a Canadian thing? I think
1: Mr. Freeze Freezes may be Canadian. Wow. But I'll tell you which American Mr. Freeze it's probably not about, and that's the Batman villain. Oh. I don't think it's about either. Hmm. I think it's another kind of Mr. Freeze. A third Mr. Freeze. Or, uh, we don't know how many Mr. Freezes there are. That's true. Someone could have a, someone right now, could have a a biology teacher a grade 10 biology teacher named mr freeze douglas freeze we don't know dr freeze dr freeze
0: oh man i would love to go to dr freeze to get like a little like mole or like skin tag frozen off
1: Mm -hmm.
0: oh you need to see dr freeze yeah
1: imagine his jingles get your skin tags frozen (laughs) off by dr freeze
0: (laughs) and then the slayer song comes on yeah ah
1: sorry i didn't do <laughs> yeah slayer covering minor threat i mean what else do you need yeah guilty for being white is on there uh, what are some other tracks on there Devin?
0: uh um the, the one about hanging richard oh
1: richard hung himself yep. richard hung himself that was a uh, track oh there's so many good ones yeah i want to listen to it right now
0: well that's the other album i'm gonna go back and listen to
1: yeah uh rain and blood well honestly i mean if, if the only Slayer you ever listened to ever again moving forward, Devin, was Rain and Blood and Undisputed Attitude, you've made me a very happy uh, introductor of you into metal. <laughs>
0: Which is not to say that Christ Delusion wasn't an amazing album. Yeah, okay. Well, let's talk about it. Well, for, I kind of feel like the whole arc of Slayer with the albums you sent me, it's like... It's like Slayer woke up in the morning, pounded a shit ton of coffee. Yeah. Came out the gates just roaring fast. The singer can barely even catch up to the music. And then that caffeine started to, to wear off a bit. Mm-hmm. And they slowed down, you know, a little bit going into south of heaven. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they started to experiment a bit. They, they found their voice a little bit pared down. They were losing that energy. But, and not to say they were losing energy. They were just changing the energy up. Yeah,
1: don't you dare sit there and say Slayer was losing energy. No. <laughs> because but- that came in the 90s.
0: Yeah, and then they got some more uh, interesting work done where they did a full cover album. And then they're like, "What the fuck are we doing? We're Slayer. Let's hit the coffee, guys. Yeah, and they, let's drink some more coffee." They put on a pot and they said, "You know what? Let's finish the pot and put on another." And then we made Christ Illusion. Yeah, that's so, what it
1: felt like to me. It's yeah. uh, it's, it's all a story. Elo- about eloquently coffee. put. And uh, so, what what were your uh, what were your initial thoughts of Christ Illusion?
0: Well, I like that it kind of goes back to the Rain and Blood style, Mm. full throttle, breakneck kind of badassness. Yeah. The
1: drums on this record are absurd. And they're produced beautifully. I think right before this, or around the same time, uh, Rick Rubin um, had produced... Those two system of a down records, Mesmerize and Hypothesize, or oh, whatever okay. they're called. Okay. Um, you know the ones. Everybody's going to the party, have a real good time. Yeah. Ooh. You know?
0: <laughs> I only know that one that's like,
1: wake up. Oh, yeah. But he plays that record as well. There you go. Yeah, Toxicity. One of the great heavy metal albums of the 90s for sure. Love that record. Oh, toxicity is sick. Anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, he was really, pr- his his production style had really become, and before that, it was that uh, third Slipknot record, which is also sick as hell. Are we going to
0: talk about Slipknot?
1: Yeah, this is the second time you've asked me, either on air or otherwise. They're just so curious. Well, I'm just so yeah, curious well, we, about their we masks. We have to now. I mean, we have to now. It's um, such a
0: visual thing with them.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, well, it really is. I've never seen them live, actually, and would love to. Anyway, we'll talk about it more on the Slipknot episode. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, but this album is like the, again, Tony Lombardo was back in the band after several years of not being in it. Um, So I think the drums, especially the production of the drums, were kind of like of paramount, uh, not concern, but of paramount focus. Like, Mm. let's really showcase what this guy can do back there. And they sound insane. They're so fast. Like, that snare sound is just so thick. It just sounds like it's going to, like, just break your clavicle every time. Because <laughs> <And laughs> that's clav- where it's hitting. Your clavicle specifically, <laughs> yes. But it's just like it's so, and the guitars just sound sick as hell. A real return to form.
0: Tom, stop drumming on my clavicle. <laughs> bam, 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 bam.
1: Brrr. <laughs> that would suck, actually. A oh. drumstick to the clavicle? Oh,
0: a well played by a God. drummer too. Yeah, you're not windy. just anyone yeah. but...
1: A strong forearmed drummer, <laughs> drumstick to the clavicle. Yowch!
0: Like a Popeye drummer. Popeye would have been <laughs> yeah. amazing as oh, a drummer. Oh
1: man, let's animate Popeye drumming to Slayer. Yes,
0: popping I... some spinach and then hitting the drum.
1: Yeah, man, I want to see that.
0: Yeah, I do (laughs) too.
1: I want to see Popeye drumming to Slayer.
0: (laughs) That reminds me... I won't
1: rest. I will not rest until I see this.
0: (laughs) I I saw today that um, uh, in 2009, Disney was uh, uh, talking about creating something called the Dark Kingdom oh at my Disney World, Okay, which is uh, a fifth park that would have been uh, all about the villains, the Disney villains.
1: I love it. I love it, too. I don't think it went through. This is a while ago well, now. Well, no. But... Like, uh, so it would have been, what's her name? Uh, like Ursula? Carnivorous or Perseverous from uh, Snow White there. What's, oh, yes. <laughs> what's yes, her yes, name? Yes. Uh, Maleficent. Malefic- Maleficent? malicious i i don't know exactly i can see her Mm, i'm sure you can yeah uh who else would have been in there jafar
0: jafar (laughs) a scar
1: scar oh scar and jafar scar and jafar maybe they would have been in some kind of tag team slayer cover band oh oh man could you imagine (laughs) disney villains playing in a slayer cover band
0: Can you imagine if they got a hold of Simba and just held Simba up and just eviscerated him, just ripped his head off and drank his blood?
1: Dude, Ursula (laughs) could play the Tony Lombardo drums with her (laughs) weird octopus uh, body Oh, so fast. Who would be then the Disney Villain Slayer cover band? Ursula on drums. Um, Who would be like the Tom Araya vocalist slash bassist?
0: Oh, I'm trying to just think of, of... Who are the Disney villains like? Mm,
1: well, what's that? I think one of the guitar players would probably be that spindly guy from Hunchback in Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just so he could do those super fast solos. Yeah. With weird spindly gypsy fingers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, who is the uh, villain in Snow White?
1: We already talked about it. Maleficent. Malific- Maleficent. Malish- Malicious. Oh, Malicious. Malicious oh, wh- scent.
0: What about Cinderella?
1: Oh, Cinderella. That was the Wicked uh, uh, Step uh, Sisters. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, almost said, I almost said step sisters.
0: <laughs> we got some stepsisters. Yeah, that'd make a good tag team, kind of like guitar duo.
1: And who was the villain in uh, Pocahontas? Oh yeah, uh, Americans.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they could play that song "Guilty" because I'm white.
1: Yeah, <laughs> guilty for being white. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ah, oh, that blew my mind. They got brain dripping out of my ears. Ah, <laughs> ah, get it back in there. Ah, get Uh-oh. it back in there.
0: Uh oh. Anyway, just put the Pepsi cup up to it.
1: Yeah, Christ illusion. Christ illusion.
0: Record. Um, I I pulled this off of Wikipedia. I, I thought this was uh, kind of amusing. I guess it caused a lot of controversy, especially the uh, promotion for this uh-huh. album with the album art and some of the uh, topics they were singing about. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, this says that 17 bus benches uh, promoting the album in California were deemed offensive by city officials. Uh, So they uh, contacted the uh, record label uh, and demanded that the ads be removed. And then all the Wikipedia uh, article says is all benches were eliminated. Whoa. Straight up. Didn't some even major, get the ad off them, just got the benches eliminated. Some
1: major California bench eliminations going on. Yeah, just, yeah. you know, those well, benches was, are solid um, now. This was 2006, and I think it was their first... Oh, God, I'm going to get this wrong, too. But I think it was their first kind of post-9-11 record. Um, so there was a lot of stuff on there that was, you know, terrorism-related. A lot of, you know, it's Slayer, so of course they're going to put out a new record. And that I mean, was all part a, of it too. That yeah. was a whole part. That was as much of their a part of their return to form as Lombardo coming out or Rick Rubin making it sound extra fucking evil. It I always was get, like, let's yeah. be Slayer again. Let's put out, you know, let's offend fucking everyone.
0: I always get a little concerned when I start listening to some of these bands and, and songs and I'm like, ah, oh, is this, what are they doing? Like, this is really awful. But then when you actually read interviews with them, they seem to be very intelligent, and they yeah. seem to be very aware of what they're putting off, well, and then they're also always being very clear that they're not Nazis, that yeah. they don't
1: condone Nazis. Well, I do I mean, believe Tom Mariah is a, is, uh, a Catholic. A Catholic, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which <laughs> was a, a YouTube comment uh, on the album South of Heaven. Uh, Nathaniel Perkins writes, believe it or not, Tom is a Catholic, and then John A. Corp. 782 says, so who gives a fuck? <laughs> Way to get him, John A. Corp. Uh,
1: yeah, told him.
0: Told Nathaniel But Perkins. I think it's,
1: we talked about this a bit when we were talking about uh, Cannibal Corpse on the old school death episode, which I encourage everyone to go back and listen to, of course, if they haven't already. Is that, you know, it's, a, it's just a, that's a testament. Oh, testament, another great uh, Bay Area thrash band. Uh, but it's a testament to uh, them, you know, it's, it's them eliminating those bus benches uh that's the story of that happening probably created more press for the band than the bus benches did in the first place so they're not dumb you know they're yeah. they're they're as big as they are for a reason i mean obviously people like the music and seek it out and it is kind of stood the test of time as them being that band we kind of talked about cannibal corpse too as like uh, or in your opinion death of like when you turn it on this is what people think metal sounds like and they're right <laughs> like oh yeah this is for sure heavy metal it's slayer like this is this is the band yeah but you know besides just them creating a legacy uh because of the music it's like they're they're not they're businessmen too, you know. Like they're not they're not dummies. Totally. You know, they've been around so long because they they know what they're doing and I mean, you can't be dumb a lot of to sentences. play
0: music like that.
1: Not that That's fast. Incredibly tough to do. Yeah, I don't even I don't even know how you how would, how do you ever? I <laughs> guess you practice? I guess you just practice. I've got some other uh, YouTube comments
0: here. Lay 'em on me. Uh Kenneth Smith writes fucking Slayer, which I don't know. Is that positive? Is it? It's a question mark? There's Is no. a question mark at the end? <laughs> there's nothing. It's just two words. Fucking Slayer. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, there's people that have that just tattooed on themselves. So. Fucking Slayer? I'm sure there are. Just. Google right now. Google fucking Slayer tattoo. And I bet it exists. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Did you Google Slayer tattoos as a part of your research?
0: Uh, no, because I had already just found some Slayer tattoos right. for that other episode, yeah. and I am um... sure
1: there is just oceans and oceans of embarrassing Slayer tattoos.
0: <laughs> I bet.
1: I bet there is probably. Oh, like you are a...
0: right. Fucking Slayer comes <laughs> up. <laughs>
1: wow. And that's the that's the second tattoo from the very top. Yeah, right next to a giant Slayer back piece that someone got of yeah. like the logo with the eagle. Oh, there's a lot of Slayer Yeah, fucking tattoos. Slayer. Yeah. Huh. I mean, some of them are pretty rad, but it's also, I mean.
0: Wow, this guy went full That's a off. real of level of commitment. F- yeah. Holy moly. Well, this guy's dumb. He got it on his head. It's like the other one we looked at, but he's obviously got a lot of hair coming in. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to see that.
1: I think the head is uh, maybe the best place for a Slayer tattoo because you can always grow the hair back over it, you know. As uh-huh. long as it's, like, around the back of your head or whatever, if you're a fellow who's going bald, <clears throat> like me. <laughs> I don't have a Slayer tattoo wrapped around my head, just so you know.
0: Would you ever get a metal tattoo, for Would ever get a metal tattoo?
1: Would you ever get a tattoo? Do you have one? I have one tattoo, and actually it is band-related. Um, my favorite punk band, Strung Out, has, like, the little, um, like, your basic atomic structure that they use on a lot of their album art. So I got that on my uh, my right calf when I was, like, 24 or 25. Uh, and I still super like it. I'm. I wish it was bigger, actually, but I don't have any more. I I want more tattoos. Would I ever get a? Would I get a metal tattoo? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't get something as overt as the word Slayer or like Iron Maiden's mascot Eddie, like tattooed on my person. Right. You would get
0: more of a an all encompassing metal tattoo. Yeah. Like a guitar on fire surrounded yeah. by snakes.
1: Yeah. Or maybe just an entire back piece that's just all the members of Slipknot's uh, <laughs> masks. I can't wait <laughs> for the Slipknot episode. Nine terrifying masks on the ba- on my back. Oh. Hey, while we're at it, well, maybe we'll save it for the Slipknot uh, episode. But I was going to say Google Slipknot tattoos while you're there. Cause oh, no, we'll get to that. I'm we'll sure there's that. some fucking crazy ones as well. <laughs> um, but I yeah, bet. I mean, yeah, I would have to be, I don't know. It would have to be something not overt, I guess, is what I'm trying to convey. Something from an album, like a piece of art from an album that I really like or, you know, maybe some, some lyrics in some not lame way tattooed on me somewhere if they meant... Do you imagine Slayer lyrics tattooed on you, like just like down your like the back of your calf or something, just like a few stanzas of like, well, I mean, Angel Cannibal Corpse would be way, oh crazier. yeah, Cannibal Corpse <laughs> would be great. You just get the lyrics for fucked with a knife, like just down your <laughs> down your torso, down the side of your torso, or
0: you just get a hammer tattooed to your face, <laughs> and it looks like it's kind of smashing in.
1: <laughs> oh my god that's awesome
0: oh that guy really likes cannibal cars
1: yeah he, he got a tattoo of his, his face being smashed by a hammer <laughs> now that's face. a fan whoa <laughs> that guy is committed well we've we've
0: gone quite a ways now Frez. um do you want to kind of talk about what we're gonna be listening to next week
1: well, you know what? The jury's still out. You're going uh, out of town for a little while to go be uh, a big uh, comedy rock star down in Los Angeles. Yes. So um, I'm really trying to line up some guests, actually, Devin. Nice. I've reached out to a few people who seem interested. It's just a matter of uh, trying to get um, schedules organized. So next, uh, next episode is a, is a subgenre as opposed to a band proper. So I think we'll go uh, probably either New School Death or perhaps Grindcore. Mm. But um, I'll let you know as we get a little bit closer. I'm, I've still got some, some planning to do. Wonderful. So a bit of a cliffhanger at the end of the episode here. Great. Well, I
0: can't wait. It is going to be a while since we do another one, just a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, but in
1: real time, as the people are listening, it'll just be like next time you download it or whatever. You're right. Yeah. So you yeah. Know, no, no, no need to panic. You'll still get the next episode at the regular scheduled time. Yeah. We'll still be a part of your life on a weekly basis. We'll still be holding hands with Satan inside of your ear holes with you. Speaking. I of, think you know what I mean. <laughs> totally.
0: Speaking of which, we should
1: uh, obviously
0: thank our uh, our good friend Rory Fallis. Oh God! For, I would
1: say uh, the creator of the podcast. Really.
0: Definitely, this is his idea, and he gets God, he's all the credit yeah. for it. Uh, thank you, Rory Fallis. This guy, he is so nice. Uh, one time, I sat on a chair and it broke, and he fixed it, and then said, "You know what?" I'll just get you a new chair completely, and he just went out and he bought me a brand new chair. Holy shit! Because that's the kind of guy that Rory Fallis is.
1: That's so weird because one time uh, me and my sister uh, were camping and we got lost in the woods. Uh, to make a long story short, turns out they're kind of enchanted woods, and we ended up uh, trapped in a giant gingerbread house. We couldn't resist. We couldn't resist it because. God, man, what can I say? It was a house made of gingerbread and candy just standing there in, there in the middle of the woods. Was it soft gingerbread? It was very soft. That's the uh, best. Almost too soft to make an entire structure out of, one would but say. Just firm but firm enough. Firm enough to pull it off, I guess. Anyway, we got trapped by a witch in there because, yes, things, when they seem to be too good to be true, typically are. Turns out a tri- uh, witch lived in this uh, gingerbread house, trapped us in there. Why don't you know it? Good old woodsman Rory found the breadcrumbs we left behind, uh, trapped that old witch in the oven, which was also made of gingerbread, but did not burn hmm. when she was cooking in there, which I found really neat. Rescued us um, and returned us to uh, returned us to safety from the enchanted forest. So he's really done a lot it's for just... me as a friend, as a collaborator. As a fellow artist and human, he's just a great guy. He's a, a classic Rory story right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he was born with a tail, which a lot of people don't uh, <laughs> realize.
0: I can't tell if you're—that's true or not. <laughs> yeah. Not that it would be weird, Rory, if you were born with a tail. He was. <clears throat> Some people are for sure.
1: Yeah, it, is, it was pointed too, like a like a demonic. Is that tail. why
0: he's always weirdly petting his his cat's tail?
1: Uh, well, it's weird. It looks weird to you. Does he still have his tail? Does the cat or Rory? Rory. So we will see you next time (laughs) on Devin and Hell. Do you have any final thoughts on Slayer? Uh, Slayer rules,
0: but it's not my favorite.
1: Who's your favorite so far?
0: Oh, um, I really liked Behemoth. I really liked Inquisition. Mm. I loved, uh... A lot of Iron Maiden, you know. I'm
1: I'm all over the place. Hey, not... hey, man, I'm just checking in. You know, we've done a few shows now. I'm just kind of seeing where you're at. Yeah. If you like Undisputed and Attitude and Rain and Blood, then then you're 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 doing great. I got to It's all the Slayer you need.
0: At the end of this whole experience, uh, I will definitely go back through and list. Yeah. My favorite albums and bands. I think it's the, I think
1: it's the least you could do, frankly. <laughs>
0: Okay. Hey, email us at devininhell at com. Yeah. Uh, we'll get back to you right away. But the thing is, we're recording these before we put any out, so... We won't probably talk about it on the podcast.
1: No, Well, maybe we'll do a, an episode uh, later on that's just sort of like uh, call and response, you know, answers to email or, you know, answering questions folks have or something like that. That's a great idea. So they'll get answered uh, eventually, ev- either on the air or, you know, us writing back to you and telling us to stop, uh, stop mailing us that human hair now. We get it. <laughs> Money only. Um, And also, of course, as always, uh, leave a big five-star review there on your iTunes. That helps, you know, popular podcasts get noticed by people shopping for new podcasts to listen to. So leave a nice juicy review. iTunes, Stitcher, tell your mom, tell your friends, uh, tell Satan when he's whispering in your ear at night (laughs) that there's a great new podcast you should check out.
0: Yeah, and we've also got a Twitter handle now. So it's at Hell. Um, So you can tweet at us if if you prefer keeping things short and to the point.
1: That's right. And in the meantime, don't uh, uh, remember to never clip your nails on a Friday. Don't drink spoiled milk. And uh, turn your jack-o'-lanterns to face the doorway before you go to bed on Halloween night. Mm -hmm. The witching
0: hour is coming.
1: Until next time. Hail Satan. See you in hell.